Welcome back to another episode of the Fourth Quarter Reporter. As always, I'm your host, Rob, alongside me, Ant and Groff. And we have a new voice this week as we welcome John. And uh, I hope you enjoy what we have to say and we can have you back another time. Sure. Thanks for so, the invite. So uh, this week, I think right off the bat, we're going to get into one of the more pressing yet quiet things, I guess you would say, going on in sports right now, and that's the baseball lockout. Groff is the inside man with that, so we'll let him kind of get into his thing and talk about it a little bit with what's going on and how close we are to getting the deal done. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited. I think it's going to get done today. The deadline's five o'clock. It's a self-imposed deadline for opening day. They could always fix it, massage it if they had to, but it seems like they're making some strides. You know, I could talk about the stuff that everybody can see on Twitter or whatever, what I've already shared with you, but we could talk about it and expand on it and why it's important and why certain sides want what what they're proposing. Um, so, so what are we close I'm, on and what are we far on? Well, I mean, the minimum is still an issue. So it's not too far, but you're talking, you know, twenty-five dollars to $50,000 per player that's on the 40-man. So first-year minimum. Um, or actually – any player who's under three years of service is called a renewal contract. So they're generally around that minimum. Um, so it, all sports were the lowest. It, it's kind of disgusting because we do play 162 games. Some sports are almost twice as much. So it's about time it's been addressed by baseball, especially with the, it's going towards the youth side. And that's been the big thing about <clears throat> besides the tanking of teams, it's been, how do we pair younger players? Because right now teams are going with all the younger guys. They're not having the veteran guys around unless they're the, the, the Verlanders or the, you know, the, the Mookie Betts. Those are the guys getting paid. It's the one percenters and it's all the, the young guys. So basically they're trying, you know, they're just difference about, I would say, $100,000 on the minimum, fifty to $100,000 on the minimum. That will get solved. The owners, you know, they want to stay closer to the 600, 650 mark. Players want to get closer to 750, 800 mark. So it seems to be there's some you know there's a middle there they can get to some compromise there. Due to the baseball being like a young person sport, um, a young player sport where they're really getting after those guys, the zero to three year guys before they hit arbitration, we kind of want some protection for those players. And, and, and if you're the Mike Trout's who finished second in MVP your first year, win an MVP before <laughs> you're arbitration eligible, um, Acuna, you know we want. Just amazing players at this age. Bryce Harper. We want they should be able to make a little bit more money based on what they put on the field. So there's now there's called there's it's called a non-arb pool money. What that is is you didn't hit arbitration, but there's gonna be a pool of money that's gonna be spread out against elite players. What that would help for the players is not forcing players to take these long-term contracts early in their career that completely hammers the system. So by Acuna taking that long-term deal, by um Ozzy, the second baseman of the Braves, taking that long-term deal. Salvatore Perez did it years ago. It's called a pre-arbitration contract. We're not going to get those contracts. I mean, Juan Soto's the next big guy who might hit $400 million down the road. I mean, he should. He should hit $500 million, in my opinion. He's that good. But you always want to push the envelope a little bit. So hopefully that starts the process of getting rid of those pre-arbitration contracts. Now, it's hard to tell a player not to take $100 million when they just started <laughs> – you know, it's, true, you're not wrong. it's a lot of money. It's a lot of security. <laughs> it's a lot, you know, arbitration is a dirty process. A lot of things are said in it. Um, and it's kind of based off, you know, what you've done in the past. I mean, look at Don Patances. He lost an arbitration, but literally, I think he's a five-time all-star. He was trying to get closer money. wasn't a closer, tried to push the market. He lost. 
you know, it's it's one of those things where you can't – once you go to arbitration, there's no negotiation. So many hammers down the verdict, either the player's side or um, the owner's side, the team's side. And it, it could be brutal. It really could be. There's a lot of mathematical equations. It's based on precedent. A lot goes into that. Another thing that's, to me, not being addressed, Anthony, we spoke about it earlier, is there really seems to be no tank anti-tanking measures in this. And, and, and to me, that's a shame. I think they should have went to war – over that because we have 15 teams that aren't even trying to win. They're trying to get the best draft pick. You know, one way they tried to get themselves out of the, you know, to solve anti-tanking was a lottery. That's seven teams are talking top seven teams. I don't think that really works because it's going to be weighted just like the NBA is. And, and generally your worst team is going to have the best odds. They are going to have the best odds for that number one pick still. Um, but there will be some penalties for a team to be back to back lottery, I guess. So, I don't know, man. The more we'll find out more today. This is the time I wanted really them to go to war, the players, to be one unit and go to war for the future. They lost a lot in the last CBA. Um, you're dealing with different owners that kind of worry about the bottom line. All owners should, but the, I think you look at the George Steinbrenners in the past and, um, you know, Gene Autry. I mean, back in the day, they just all they cared about was winning and they were fans of the game. So they understood that there had to be a healthy balance. There's a lot of money in the sport and it should be spread around. Right now, it looks like if they do go forward with this deal that they're talking about, it's going to benefit the top 1%, which is a problem. It's a problem. That's I mean, today's day we live in. <laughs> I know, man. It's a problem. I mean, but look, the guys who are on the board who you see on ESPN and all these shows, they're <clears throat> Max Scherzer and Cole. I can't. I will talk about them because it bothers me. They, well, I love watching them pitch. There's no doubt about it. Two of my favorite pitchers to watch. Best pitchers right? in baseball. Are their, in, are their interests that of a guy who's coming up? No, they're not. I mean, they want to be protected young. Those guys already have $300 million on the table you know, or in their bank. So I think we really need to get some different people on the union board. They're doing a good job fighting for what they believe in and they're passionate about it. They get people to buy in because all these players want to become a Max Scherzer or a Garrett Cole. But – Nobody, very few are going to do that. So they have to, you know, maybe get five years in the show. You should be paid. So you're going to have the same arbitration eligible, eligible, like two years of service, uh, three years of service. Your top 22% of your two years will go to arbitration. Going to be six years free agency. Um, you know, one thing they're talking about is expanded playoffs, which I mean, we were just discussing earlier. I think that's good. But, I mean, we'll see how that impacts the trade deadline every year. Does the team want to be a 500 team going into the playoffs, think they can win? Or, you know, beat the Dodgers, beat the Braves next year? Or will they just stand pat and get into the playoffs and be okay with one playoff game? Top two teams get buys. Does that help you? Now you're, now you're not playing. You can set up your pitching rotation. Does that help you? And baseball, kind of like that groove helps. You know, being seeing pitching helps for position players. So we'll see. It's going to get done. It's going to get done today. I'll go out on the edge and say it. Um, based on what I'm hearing, based on what we're all reading, it gets done. And, and then, uh, you know, we could talk about more Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, whatever hell John brings to the table um, with with baseball. I think he's on the on the board with the Yankees, so I like that. But um, but now we're just stuck with uh, until that's done. We're stuck with you guys talking about ants. Look at him; he's already salivating to talk about basketball. He looks well, angry. There's something, something in his mind that's angry. <laughs> something that about the baseball that bothers me is how there is nothing for the tanking because, like you said, we have the it's same what same upwards. Of, I don't even say ten teams. I don't even think it's that many. That it's every year, it's the same teams. It it will be a different team every five years. You'll get, a, I mean, you're going to get the like a team like the Braves who tanked, the team like the Cubs who tanked, the Astros tanked. I mean, we all sat through a hundred lost mm -hmm. seasons to watch that happen. You're going to see the Tigers are going to be really good soon. They tanked. 
They did it twice. They're on their second roll through it. Um, you're always going to have the big market teams, the Yankees, the Dodgers. The Mets look to be that way. Um, now, um, trying to think who else will be out there every year. The White Sox look to be that way. Boston. If they're spending some money, Boston's going to be there. And then Jordan you're going to have those teams that are really good at developing players like the Rays. But how good could the Rays have been a dynasty yeah. team? Could they, if they didn't, if they could pay their players, they probably could have ran a dynasty. They're just could so well run. 100%. They, and they're exciting to watch and they just develop so well. I would like to see, like, I mean, Ant, you brought up the Pirates. It's, I mean, look. Charrington, it is. It's bad, but I mean, what else? There, you know, who's going to the games in Pittsburgh? I mean, it's a beautiful ballpark, but they have to have a winner. They have to have a winner. I mean, Charrington's the old Boston GM. There, he's a runs a phenomenal ship. I loved him when he was with Boston. I'm a Yankee fan. Just dealing with him was a great guy. Everybody in that front office was great. I like to think they're going to do the right things, but ultimately, it's the owners who have to push the buttons and say, "Yeah, go ahead and get that player." I mean, we're seeing it with the Yankees now. Even that, they're cutting corners. And as a Yankee fan, it, it, it's – I mean, Jesus, if George Steinberg was here, he would not – I mean, it's been forever, 12 years, 13 years without a championship. Yeah. It's, I mm-hmm. feel like it's my being a kid again. I mean, that next one's going to be great. But I, I kind of like the days where uh, they were good every year. And, and speaking of that, I, I need to speak on one thing because I think he deserves due diligence on this fantastic podcast is Paul O'Neill. Thank God his number's retired. So that made my day. <laughs> my favorite Yankee of all time. All time. Yeah, it about is about time. time. A lot of people, a lot of people say that's the thing. John, you're about my age. I mean, when yep. you look at that Yankee team, Jeter's Jeter, but then there's Paul O'Neill is the heart and soul of that damn team. You know, and, and him and Posada, him and Posada, just the leadership, just the desire to win. They were what that Yankees team was about. Just the relentless attack every single game. Like they're either yeah. going to come back with a big hit, or they're going to bash it down your throat. And even, I love the even guy. After- even after a bad at bat, you know he'd be going into that dugout and slamming yeah. that Gatorade uh, <laughs> tank and going back. And you wouldn't see that anymore. You don't see it anymore because they're afraid they're going to oh. break their hand and be out for a year and lose money. And that's an anti-player statement, which is weird for me, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. I agree with you. Tanking's an issue, but as long as my Yankees are there, I mean, I would love to see a different team every year. Get that. I'd love to see more parity. The draft might become more interesting with the lottery. It should be. Um, what about but, universal you know, DH? I like it. It's an extra job. It's an expensive job, so I like it. Um, it's going to extend some players like Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz, yeah. There's a yeah, perfect Edwin, example. Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, dude, can just they just slug it, dude. They just crush. And who knows? They might even get better at that job just because they don't have to worry about playing in the field. Well, I think it's um, silly they just, haven't done it already. It's better for I the mean, game. Yeah, but you're talking about like years of contention between owners and players, and it didn't make matters better. You know, the COVID killed it because they were fighting over everything during COVID. Couldn't agree on anything. You know, we could have had a big season that two years ago. We didn't. We had 60 games. It's a joke. The Dodgers yeah. World Series, a joke. So, like, they just – nobody sees eye to eye in anything. So, Oh, listen, if everybody did, it would be a perfect world. I know, but, man, it's a perfect sport in my opinion. But, <laughs> so far like from it. It far is from perfect it. to me. Um, you know, there's other things they're talking about, like the bigger bases, which is stupid. They look That's like marshmallows. Silly. No, I don't That's want that. That's trying silly. to cut down on injuries. Like, I mean, you've seen through years the collisions at first base that have cost oh, players. God. Just play baseball. Play baseball. the perfect Fuck. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Come on. So, I don't know. John, John, you're new to this podcast. You're a Yankee fan, right? Yes, I am. Are you an old school Fire. guy? Yeah. 
Absolutely. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on like the players like these days compared to when we were younger? In the, I guess the nineties. Well, now they're like kind of like little bitches in a way. So you're calling they're marshmallows? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like all right, you know, you get to a certain point, it's like all right, fuck you, pay me. But yeah, man. In the same token, you know, years ago, you didn't do that. You had to earn that. You just wanted to yeah. play the game to play the game. Well, He's yeah. I mean, Bruce look at right now. And, <laughs> and and look at like even when you go uh, with what's his name, even when you go with like Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Take your hands. Now, exactly. Play balls to the wall. I mean, you. That's you exactly snort how coke, you snort to play. coke before well, the game, and it helps. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know. But that's but that's when players actually you know they busted their ass. I mean, even I know we were talking about this the other day. I think he was saying about uh, Robinson Cano. I had a problem with Robinson Cano. Guy never ever ever ran out of ground ball, ever. Pissed me yeah. off. I know. Well, I mean, his his theory was he was going to pull hamstring doing it. You get paid Dude, to play you, the game. Play the game. They, uh, right. There you go. Play yeah. the damn. Looks like game. we lost. Did we lose Anthony? Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't want to look at his nose anyway. He's got a huge <laughs> nose. I don't want to, I'm tired of looking at his nose. He gets, yeah, we can hear yeah, you. Let me, let me just watch your video a little I'll bit. I like you better this way, bud. You can stay on this way. I like it better. Uh, <laughs> I don't like looking at you. I don't know why. Get me angry. <laughs> but So, anyway, that's the nature of baseball right now. I mean, look, we still have some sports going on right now. Oh, God, see? Look at that face. <laughs> He's, look at that. He's got a dimpled chin. Look at that thing. On one of his chins, he has a dimple. Look at that. Um, <laughs> so that's just hopefully later tonight. We're, I go back to, I'm in Florida right now. I'm watching, you know, down here working baseball. Hopefully on my flight home, we have an agreement. I'm getting excited going to Arizona, seeing my, my big leaguers play. And, and then we can stop talking about basketball and football. Cause I honestly can care less about them. <laughs> your MLB CBA could just copy the NBA with the draft lottery and the super max contracts. Oh, you like those? You like those players who say, "I don't want to play for you, so sign and trade me," or "I don't want to play for you, so pay me, so I can." That's bullshit, dude. That's the problem. Play the damn game. You enter a contract, you live by it. I'm why old school MLB, with that, dude. Why is the MLB going to stick to the NBA type thing for the top one percent of players? Like, look at contracts like Russell Westbrook got. That guy's garbage. He makes five hundred grand a game. Yeah, but you're talking about free agency. Free agency, you get paid off what you've done. There's an idea of what you're gonna do. I mean, I guess it's look. You had a good agent, obviously. Yeah. So. It's true. Those damn. Well, what's agents. going on? Uh, what is going on in <laughs> basketball? You watch it all the time, man. What do you got going? Uh, the Sixers are terrifying me. They're Jim good, Harden, man. Well, that's it's going to be a problem. I yeah. wish that trade went down before I put money on the fucking Warriors to win the the win it all. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Anthony. You're you're a citizen of Philadelphia. Do you root for a championship? Because you oh, know what's going to happen after. Oh, you do. Yeah. You're willing to have the city burn down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, climbing. I think it's got to grease up those telephone poles, not let anyone climb them. <laughs> That's but, it, they're, they're, dude. They're, but are they not the eight seed or something right now? They're, they're no, no, no. They're, they're up there. No, but, uh, what are they? They're, they're like they're, no, they're the, three. The, the, Nets are, the Nets are eight seed, but they're, they're terrifying right too. I think the Nets are better now. Dude, the Nets aggravate. Yeah, the but they're not healthy yet. Yeah, Ben Simmons' yeah, his back hurts. He hasn't played basketball in a year. But, but is that a bad hurt. thing to get fresh legs for the chance for the playoffs? You got to make the playoffs first. Go make the playoffs. Don't make the playoffs. I don't know, man. It's New York's team. We're making the playoffs. Right All on. right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Don't go calling them New York's team. They're not a New York's team. <laughs> I know. Okay? We've established this. I just they're not a New York's team. But they're, they'll – yes, I do agree they'll get in. And honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. Coming in, even if they do get into the play-in tournament, let's just say they end up as a 7 or 8 seed, I still think either Chicago or Miami are going to give them a run for the money, even at full they're health. They're, they're, they've been really good this year. Look at the Martha Rose yeah. and these MVP conversations. He's doing something special up there in Chicago. Yeah, you know. How about your but, Knicks, Ant? Give me, give me something about the Knicks. Make me they, angry. I love it. They suck. That's what the thing <laughs> with the Knicks is. They suck. Yeah, they do. Alec Burks should not be playing point guard. He's not a point guard. I feel bad for the guy. He sucks at basketball. I mean, he sucks. Wrong, if he's in the NBA, he sucks at basketball. <laughs> he sucks at basketball. He shouldn't be a point guard. They got to do yeah. something. Put well, RJ Barrett at point guard. Try something. Don't put Alec Burks at point guard. He gets the ball at the end of the game and doesn't know what to do with it. It's like playing hot potato with that guy. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think we were going to get much into basketball today, but since we have, I do have to point out: Has anybody seen the kind of ball that John Morant's been playing? Yeah, bro. I, I, I saw a dunk today. Oh I was my at god! The, gym. the dunk. <laughs> Did you see the game level. winner he hit last night? Yeah. <laughs> oh my level. god! The three sixty lay in with the reverse hand, unbelievable. And he was a guy is great right? basketball. He was. Yeah, he, he was. Developed and drafted. Yeah, it should have been a Nick. Look what happened he, there. We got screwed out he, of that too. John Moran aggravates me. What do you mean? <laughs> because he drops. He's 30, great entertainment. He drops twenty nine points at halftime. Everyone loses their fucking minds. Oh, John Moran, John Moran. RJ Barrett dropped thirty points at the half the other day. And didn't hear a fucking word about it. Because it's the Knicks, and it's sad that the Knicks are the biggest market. In yeah, but he's flashy. But team, yeah, but who cares? Russell Westbrook's flashy. Look how that got you. Russell Westbrook couldn't hit the broad side of a barn right now. I know, but that's that's a flashy literally he player. can't even hit the backboard half that's the time. That's a flashy player. It just it's because it's sad though that a team like New York is such a good player, such a young player, and a team from Memphis's player is standing out more. Memphis, who gives a shit about Memphis? <laughs> I care about New York? Well, no one don't have any friends. <laughs> Seems sorry, Rob. I had to hear basketball because <laughs> he gets going. I love it. All right. Well, Ant before Ant blows a gasket, let's get into <laughs> a, a little something that I brought up last week. And sure. uh, I think it's only fair that we let our new uh, our new voice here chime in first. John, if you would like to, your greatest college player ever that, that you know, in your mind, doesn't necessarily have to be the best of the best of the best, but in your eyes, what you, you know, your opinion, who do you think the college shop, uh, you know, any sport, go for it. You know, you know, I actually. I had to think long and hard about this one. Um, I actually have a few. Not gonna lie. I mean, but when the top one that comes to my head would probably be like Pistol Pete. Well, look at that beard. Of course, he says Pistol Pete. You got that much gray in your beard. You're gonna say Pistol Pete. I mean, look at the stats. <laughs> well, though. I was, I, I looked them up and. It, Scott, you look at his stats, and not only that, he didn't. There was no three pointer around back then when he was playing. That's true. Good point. That's, That's true. Point. Imagine what he would have done. Exactly. He was scoring 45 points a game. Imagine if you had and then, shorts. And, <laughs> and then when he comes to the NBA, he comes to the NBA, he's he's tossing up 25, almost 28 points a game. Incredible player. He still yeah. holds, like, multiple records in yeah. college. Why is that? Why is that, though? Because there's they played four years? Because there's less talent? I don't know. I mean, right now, I have it right here. He holds the record for most points scored all a single season, highest career scoring average, most games with at least 50 points, and most field goals in a career in NCAA Division One men's basketball history. It's nasty. That's incredible. That's unbelievable. 
Yeah. You may never see that again. Because won't. No. Like John said, it wasn't even a three-point line yet. Yeah. They're drafted. That's why. And he, and he averaged 44.2 points per game. That's, That's crazy. crazy. You That's won't incredible. see that again. Because teams in college now, they care about their transition to the NBA. You don't want to be looked at as like that player in college. So already you're going to go to the league. This guy doesn't pass the ball. There's no True. assassins like that anymore. I'm no. sure there's, well, players people... that, there's players like that because they – could do that in college, but won't because of their. How about the, this? Would he be the number one pick in the draft this year? No doubt. No, no doubt. You think he would? Especially this yeah. year. No fucking way. It'd no be a landslide. It's a different no game. It'd not be a landslide. Great. Look at during his time, greatest, greatest. I'm not. I'm not arguing you, John, on that. During his time, I don't think. All he's right. Well, Groff, let's see I don't how think you can counter this. Give us Cal something. Cal Sanderson. Cal Sanderson. Penn State wrestler never lost. 159 and zero. I was reading that. That, that that's uh, right. that's unprecedented. That's very good. Yeah, I got into wrestling titles. My son, I look at my son just started wrestling. So I'm watching a lot more wrestling. I'm trying to like educate myself on it. My brother was a good wrestler. Um, 159 and zero. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. That again may never be. There's nobody. We're not talking WWE where you could tag somebody in. You don't have, (laughs) you don't have, it's a tough spot. Jimmy Hart giving you like any kind of uh, advice and getting shit going. It's by yourself, dude. It's you. That's it. Nobody to rely on but yourself. I love that. It's I love impressive. That. Very you, impressive. Yeah, it is. I, I did it in high school. Did you? Yeah, I wrestled in high school. It's a it's a tough physical sport. And again, I, you're out there all by yourself. By yourself. So that's my guy. A one fifty nine zero. He never lost. All right. And let's let's hear what you got. It's probably not going to be good, but we'll listen to it. No, it's going to be great. It's gonna be great. Because <laughs> mine's very mine's our time. It's Cam okay. Newton. Yeah, Tim Newton. The dude was a stud. Stud. You look at that Auburn team went fourteen and zero. Didn't lose a game. He had four four players, including him, in that team went to the NFL. One was a first round pick, a defensive tackle, Nick Fairley. Mm-hmm. Then the other players were a fourth round offensive lineman, and then he had two seventh round picks. That's all the talent that came from that team. He took. That Tell me about team. his father a little bit. Tell me about his father that year. Cam? <laughs> <laughs> little, he got a little rich, didn't he? Cam, I don't know. That's Why do you think like... Cam's at Auburn? You don't hey, know that he went to Juco. Oh, yeah. He did what he had to do. Yeah, come on. The whole scandal. The whole scandal was He did the, he did the walk yeah, idea. That scandal's with good reason, though, because he had 51. 30 passing, 20 rushing. And he caught one. The guy could do everything. 1,500 rushing yards, 2,900 passing. That's a freak of nature. Look at teams now, too. No, he was. I'm joking with you. The whole team could go to the NFL right now in Alabama. That whole team. He had four people. Four. That's true. Name name a receiver. Who was he throwing the wall to? Me? Yeah, that's unprecedented for an SEC team to only have that, you know, that many guys go. And and they won the national championship. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that, Ann. I'm okay with this. I mean, modern football player. just Everyone's okay with it. It's universally recognized. (laughs) Impossible to take down by anybody. Just like a monster coming at you. Just imagine a team full of Cam Newtons. It'd be unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, All right. We got Robbie. I went a little different here, okay? And I don't know if you want to consider the best, the greatest, but I thought it was extremely interesting and also kind of feeds off of what we talked about earlier with the sport-wise. But I had to go with Kate Osterman, a softball pitcher from Texas. Catch. What did I say? Kate. Sorry, Kate. And you're not wrong. And you're absolutely not wrong. She played at Texas from 02 to 06. She had an ERA of .5, .50. She went 
136 and 25. 2,200 strikeouts and 14.34 strikeouts per seven. That's, I know players, that's crazy. I know baseball players that can't hit her. I know that's players crazy. that know her well and cannot touch her. She, she won awards left and right at Team USA. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you guys ever watch softball on TV? No. Sometimes yeah, you can you catch should. Team USA sometimes. but For multiple reasons, you should. A, it's it's just out. Dude, it's good. They're gorgeous. Dude, they don't change the dynamic of the field. The dimensions of the dimensions of the field stay the same from 11U all the way through. Yeah. It's it is like arena baseball. It's ridiculous, dude. I love softball. I love watching it, man. Bro, it's love crazy it. these pitchers. They they, she, they she's throw the best heat. Ever. You're 100% right. Oh, yeah. she's the best ever. They throw heat, right. man. And just when I was reading these stats, I'm like to go with a .50 and then regardless I guess to go to have a fourteen point three four strikeouts per seven, that's that's crazy. I mean, you could yeah. run into a pitch. Not many people ran into anything she threw. You got to remember softball. You can go game to game to game. You're throwing with a natural motion. Yeah, it's not like baseball where you're coming over the top. Right. You know, so it's that's incredible. I'm not arguing that. Still out. Every two my choice is better. You have losses <laughs> on your record. I have zero losses. I go with winners. I like winners. Listen, all right. We want to talk about winners. There is somebody I did want to point out, though, and I think we could all agree on it. But reading the stats, of course, we knew how great he was. But the stat, once again, the stats really pop. Is Herschel Walker when he yeah. was at Georgia, and for him to be, and I have, you know, he was in the Heisman. He finished third as a freshman, second as a sophomore, first as a junior. Finally, he had sixteen hundred yards rushing all three years at Georgia with a national title. Sixteen hundred yards—that's a lot of yards. Oh yeah. That's incredible. That's a lot of rushing yards. And then to be in the Heisman running three straight years, I just thought that was incredible. Not that Cam, we didn't already know it, but Cam Newton had fifteen hundred as a quarterback. Oh yeah? yeah. Well, that's yeah, in, in his career, not in a season. In a season. No, it was a season. Fifteen hundred rushing yards in a season? Fourteen eighty. All right, I'll stand it corrected. Maybe Cam Newton maybe better than Herschel Walker. I don't know, but you're no, he's <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought that was pretty, pretty incredible. But yeah, uh, Walker's a freak. So, based actually, you know, working off from that, from the greatest to the probably the greatest, if you want to consider it the greatest bust ever, college to pro. And uh, I mean, listen, this this list could be any which way. However, you look at it as a bust, as a bust, you just suck. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll reverse the order here. I'll start it off. And, again, it was maybe not necessarily the greatest bust, but something I thought that was extremely interesting first. I do have two, but I'll give you my interesting one first. And it's not necessarily more of the players, but more of the team in itself. And I went with the Colts in 92. They (laughs) had the number one and number two overall pick, okay, and busted on both of them. The first pick the player they took was Steve uh, Emptman. Yeah, 18 yeah. games in three years. He played six years total in his whole career. And then to Quentin Coriat, the next play, next pick had eight and a half sacks and only a seven-year career. Just what? how do you bust on two top two players? Like that, you couldn't put money on that. I thought that was incredible. And I mean, that doesn't really surprise me because Indy does indie shit. But – the other one that I actually went to on a solid person, and it's more recent, and I had to go with Anthony Bennett for uh, when the Cavs took him back in 2013. That was a horrendous pick. He took he took him five games just to score even a point. <laughs> like that's terrible as a number one overall pick. He only played in the NBA four years, 
and had a 4.4 average. That's terrible. Yeah, not good. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, not good. I mean, who do you fault here? You fault the player, you fault the front office. Maybe they were they were the biggest flops. I don't know. I mean, come on, dude. I, I don't know. Miss. Well, I mean, look at the right? look at in uh, a couple of guys that were in that draft class. Also, you had CJ McCollum, you had Giannis, Rudy Gobert, Oladipo went number two. They and he actually has gone down as the worst rookie ever in basketball, at least. Like just based on his stats, it's it's the worst rookie stats ever. Like that's terrible. You got to tell me that's one of the biggest busts of all time. And he's Canadian, so that doesn't help you either. Hey, I want to go last Canadian. on this. I want to go last on this for a reason. <clears throat> I have right. a theory on this. A theory. Right. I want to hear what you guys, the rest of you guys have to say. All right. And you want to go now? What do you got? Let's hear it. Mine wasn't not a college player, but international player, went pro. Darko okay. Milicic. Darko okay. Milicic had a long career. He played in the NBA for a while. I think it was like 10, 11 years. But he got drafted over the likes of Dwayne Wade, Hall of Famer, Carmelo Anthony, Hall of Famer. Chris oh, we're on the move. I'm sorry. Hold on. We're on the move with Groff here. Yeah, dude, I sent Groff. you a message. My battery's dying. We're on location here. Yeah. Groffy migration. Groffy yeah. migration. That's it. All right. Go ahead, Eric. So he got drafted over them. Chris Kamen was an all-star. He got drafted over Chris Kamen. Chris Bosh. I don't know if I just said him, but he was in a Hall of Fame. Now he's a Hall of Famer. Right. Due to retirement. And, I mean, he, he actually got a ring. So Melo has him lacking there. But besides that, he's worse in every aspect of basketball. And also, Darko Milicic kickboxed in 2014, and he went 0-1. <laughs> How do you know that? So losing on all, on all grounds. It's How do you called, know that, dude? It's called research. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, John, let, let's see what you got from you. What do you got for us? All right, I got – actually, I got – there's another one. I got a whole bunch. I got a, a list. But – um. Just uh, two that really stick out. One would be uh, Drew Henson, who was a real bust. He was great with Michigan. Came out as a good quarterback. Did, didn't really play in the NFL. And was a bust. A big bust for the Yanks. He was Huge. supposed to be the – Oh, yeah. He was supposed to be the, the next, next thing. He was supposed to be like the next Mike Pagliarulo, if you will. And that was never going to come to fruition. But – um. Another big one, though, that sticks in my head is Lawrence Phillips with uh, Nebraska. Glad you brought him up. Glad you brought him um, up. I got some stories about him. If you think about it, he was awesome in college back in 94. Ran for 1,700 yards, national championship. Had the domestic uh, alleged domestic assault. And then got drafted by the Rams, and the Rams thought he was going to be the next best running back. Maybe even next Herschel Walker. Who knows? So the, what did the Rams do? They trade – the bus away, and the bus goes on to Pittsburgh and has a Hall of Fame career. I'm going to be honest with you. I actually didn't know that Jerome Bettis started out in, uh, in the Rams. Did not I know that. Either. Yeah. No idea. I did mm-hmm. not quick, know that. So there's a real quick buster for us. Update. I'm going to give you a special update on the CBA. Oh, wait. We have breaking news? Breaking news. Hold we on. Wait, 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 we need huge, a little. Uh, huge bump in the road. Get a little. Tensions are high. Let's hear it. Okay, on. Oh my God! And now he pauses. Dude, I'm reading it as we get it. Sheesh. So they're so basically they're saying it's in bad, a lot of bad faith negotiating right now. 
Ooh. So Ooh. a lot of stuff was promised that's not on the table also. So who knows? Yeah. That's on the bonus pool. That's on the <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, I want to go back to Lawrence Phillips real quick. I mean, go, so anyway, it doesn't look good for baseball now. It sucks, dude. It just awesome. dropped, that kills my day. Yeah. Let's go back to Lawrence Phillips because I want to add a little bit more breaking news. <laughs> when you were looking at Lawrence Phillips prior to that draft, did you realize how many games he played? But he barely he... played. Barely played. I worked at the agency that represented him. Um, okay. Back in the day. What? I used to know too. <laughs> Dude, no. They had like <laughs> at the time we had Jonathan Vilma, DJ Williams. We had everybody. Wow. It was a football agency. Yeah, we had like baseball and football. You um, went the wrong side. You should have went to the other side. No, dude. Dude, the day <laughs> my buddy had uh, who was that qu- quarterback that went to Vanderbilt? Um, went play for the Bears. Got drafted by the Bears. You know him. He married that Vanderbilt? chick from the Hill. Jay Cutler. Yeah, he went Cutler. Oh. So he had Cutler. He spent Thanksgiving with him. And after Thanksgiving, dude fired him. And he called me. I felt so bad for him. Oh, dude. Jesus. Yeah, he had to spend Brutal. Thanksgiving with Jay Cutler. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so Lawrence, most funny story. I used, so I interned at this agency. And I was next to the fax machine. And every time I'd go into work, I'd get a fax with his visiting hours from jail. <laughs> visiting hours. Dude, he legit drove on the sidewalk and mowed people down. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, dude. But, John, you're not – dude, he was a flop. He was supposed to be the great one. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable athlete. Sad story. Play- really sad story, to be honest. And he had you. stats like that? Yeah. Uh, he didn't play. Touchdowns? He didn't play. Look well, at the games he been. played as – Prior to the draft, I don't even think he played in the bowl, dude. He had that. I mean, '94, he did. Gordon here. I, I I don't remember completely, dude, but I think like you got to look at it a little bit closer. '95, he uh, only played five games, but the two previous wow. seasons he played in twelve games and in ten games. And at that time, I think there was what fourteen in a season. Yeah, I believe so. Right? Away, right. Hey, so it's my turn, right? I guess so. All right, so I have a theory on this. Before I get to my theory, I'll give you my biggest draft bust, and it's personal to me. It's personal to my dude, John, because he's also a Commodores. What are we, Commanders? What the hell are we now? We're Commanders. Commies. 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 Washington Commies. (laughs) We're Commies. That's what they're going to be called for sure. That's going for for the time that we are in right (laughs) Right. now in the world. So that's good. Yes, right. Uh, Right. I wish they would bomb that stadium, dude. So, oh, um, oh, Dwayne Haskins, like ridiculous, like what he did on the sidelines, talking to fans in the middle of a game. I mean, can I pair him and Heath Schuler? We cannot get anything right. Ooh. They've just been a complete bust forever. Um, I don't know. Again, that's why I asked you the question: Is it the team or is it the player? I tend to think a lot of times it's the team. Um, we discussed ah. like how you become a flop. <laughs> Dude, the number one pick is normally the flop, right? And who gets the number one pick? The worst team. So are you inheriting a bad team? Well, there's well, there's a difference, though. You – okay, the team can be bad, yes. But if you're still putting are. all statistics like, – like let's just take the Jaguars, for instance. Terrible, horrible team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, Lawrence showed – signs that he could be a good quarterback. He performed in certain ways. So you can't look at him and be like, oh, this guy is going to be a potential bust. Like, like I know Ant's waiting for it, and we can touch on the Daniel Jones, but 
you know, <laughs> the team sucks. The Giants are terrible. There's nothing good about them. But the man can ball. The man's got an arm. Listen, you take him, put him – let's let's just say somebody who needs a quarterback that has a good team. Indianapolis. Put him in Indy. Trevor Daniel Lawrence Jones. Could, not Daniel what? Jones. No, don't talk yes, about that. Yes, yes, yes. He can He'll easily still trip over his own two feet, though. Probably would. Um, dude, it's a 10 yard line. You got to watch out for that. It really catches you. But I do, I listen, the team can, of course, definitely, you know, sway your career in a sense. I agree. But I think as a player, if you, you know, you could still be considered a bust, but if you're due to stats, but if your play to the visual eye is. Good, decent, and you can look at a guy and say, no, this guy can actually ball. The team just sucks. Can't consider him a bust. <clears throat> I, I, I do feel bad for Daniel Jones, especially last year. He had the highest paid receive, I think the highest paid receiving core in the league, and they were all hurt. So it's not like you yeah. can even see what was there. But he, there's still things that coaching would help him. He stares at receivers too long. He, he waits too long. There's things that could be fixed. It's just I don't see it. I think Trevor Lawrence is 10 times the talent that Daniel Jones is. So he goes to New York. How many games oh, does he absolutely. win? Trevor Lawrence? Oh. Yeah. I think he'll win. I think he would win at least two or three more games that Daniel Jones lost. And you got to think Daniel Previously Jones Previously or coming forward? Going forward? Previously. Ah, I don't know. Dude, we were bad previously. I think Daniel Bro, Jones look at the starting win. offense. I mean, I, I mean we weren't really supposed to be getting into this right now, but if, you know, the <laughs> – because I'm going to run with it. The starting offense between the line and the the skill players, I think it was a total of like two games. They were all on the field together. You can't win when you don't have your starters on the field. He's not you wrong. You just can't do yeah. it. No. Not wrong. But that, you, you know what I mean? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence had a coach that would rather finger buttholes at a bar than coach football. <laughs> Like it's it's oh my god abysmal. he's out there kicking kickers wrong. you know yeah imagine you're losing not wrong. a game lose you lose a game your coach's guys get on the plane I'll see you next week I gotta go finger this girl's butt right now yes, <laughs> leave, leave I'm staying I, I can imagine a player leave staying and letting the coach leave it's absurd yeah I'm but look at I don't mind that I don't mind him I think it's a valid reason to be honest but look yeah. at Jacksonville their team isn't that bad though they're the, not overall the they're team not. isn't bad. No. And you have an owner that wants to win too. He, he does. does. He wants to win bad. He also yeah. wants. Dude, if Watson were to play this year in Houston, the AFC South could be very competitive. What? Hey, Rob, real quick, I want to hit on one more thing. So mm-hmm. we discussed this a little bit. Um, I know you're talking football, but I want to go back to the greatest college buster, draft bust. Mm-hmm. Nobody mentioned baseball players. And I want to make sure that never happens because there's no minor league system. In every other sport, well, I think the MLB draft well, is a joke. It's a crapshoot. It really it's a is. joke. So and I can get drafted and not see the pros for fucking ten years, or may never see the pros. Wasn't Trust Kyler me, Murray, I know all about wasn't it. Kyler Murray a top ten pick? Seven overall to the Athletics, yeah. I believe. And that worked out great for the the Athletics. Right. Got a pick. Got a pick for it. Okay. <clears throat> what about Paul Wilson with the Mets? <laughs> Remember that team? Bo Jackson. Uh, what about Bo Jackson? You can't say Bo Jackson's not a boss. Stop it. No, he no. Bo Jackson got drafted first by the NFL, but since Tampa Bay screwed him out of his last year of eligibility for baseball in college, he said, "Screw you! I'm going to go play baseball." Yeah, the draft is a crapshoot in any sport, it's especially crap. in your not any sport. Or- no, no. I, I think you're more. That. 
Yeah, it's not a crapshoot. I think you know in basketball and football, your top ten are generally good. So if you suck in your top ten, well, look at the Cleveland Cavaliers first round pick, Anthony Bennett. Like you use that's basketball. Where did Greg Oden go? Greg Oden went to Portland. Horrible. Yeah, terrible. All right, hold on though. That's a little different though. Greg Oden had a lot of injuries. If you want to talk injuries, we can talk a different thing. That's still a crapshoot. It's still it is no, it is. But take away all those injuries, and the man is dominant. He his he had no bones. His bones were soft, dude. I know. And he had a long face, such a long face. (laughs) Oh yeah, he was hard to look at. Not longer than that nose you got, dog. Why do you keep attacking me? Because that's all I see. I stare at it. You're right in the middle of my screen. I stare at it. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> what do you got going, Rob? What are you doing over here? You look, uh... Uh, Jeff Hassan is just spitting some facts over here. I don't know. What do you got? Just... Tell me what you got. I, I know what I got. NBA player leaders agreed to unanimously not to accept the MLB's final proposal. And there will be no deal on a new collective bargaining agreement before MLB's 5 p.m. deadline. I broke it before they did. I broke it before passing. Crop, how serious is that uh, it's deadline, though? Is it soft or is it hard? It's fucking stupid, dude. It's fucking stupid because you can uh, – spring training, you need three weeks. That's what you need. We can why move the you, season. Why do you need spring training? I could stand there and throw balls to Anthony, players. Anthony, stop it. You, I can stand in the outfield and scratch my crotch. Tra- you don't I need spring uh, training. The preseason and spring training. should go No, nah, you don't. You could play that in a gym. You're completely wrong. Uh, they would wrong. like to think the player – completely wrong. Arms need to be – yeah, so to, like, like throwing, you, dude, you have it, roster limitations. You can't option do a, everybody. Do it in a gym. I could throw a ball in a gym. Oh God, That's we don't need to get training. into it today because I'm going to get really angry because I'm such spring a training is a waste of time. Preseason and all right, all right. Is a waste we'll, of time. when baseball gets to that point, we can get into the spring training. I want to answer this question though, is. Rob, real quick. Mm-hmm. I do think you could still play 162 if you start the season April 15th. So we have time. A lot of things were agreed upon. But if there's yeah. some bad blood right, if there's some bad blood right now, there's a problem. Listen, yeah, just take out the days off that they get, you know, because they don't. So and push more double headers, which as a fan, nothing better. Oh, no, 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 no. The double header used to be good. Now it sucks. Who wants to go watch seven innings of baseball? Yeah. Oh no, I think you're going to get nine inning double headers. I don't think you get seven inning double headers. We better. It's going to go. It's going to go back to nine innings. Baseball's nine innings. Good, because I'm not going to pay the money that I'm going to see for nine inning to go watch a seven inning. I'm and there for the seven inning stretch, and I don't even get that. A man's got a stretch. I gotcha. I hear you. My God. All right. <laughs> so let's transition a little bit away from baseball because right now there's absolutely nothing good about baseball going on. Pretty pissed off right now. Yeah. So let's get Groff a little bit happier and away from. So one thing I wanted to touch on, and uh, you know, because it's, it's definitely that time of the year, and uh, right now the franchise tag deadline is open, and uh, I believe it's open for another week or so. And um, I just want to touch on a couple guys who are potential players that could get tagged and whether or not we believe that they will or will not. Um, Like I said, not many, just a couple. Of course, we'll touch on all of our teams because, you know, we got to do that. But uh, somebody I want to start off with was Ertz in Arizona. Do we tag him or not? Yes. Yeah, I think you tag him. John? No? No. Really? Why do you say that? Why do you think different? Because you go out and you get Gronk. Ah, Gronk's done, dude. Gronk's gonna You're going to take a weapon there. away from your quarterback who has to write a memo. His agent has to write a memo. You're not Nowadays, the, t- the tight end is everything. It's everything. I, You're not taking that weapon away. But Gronk, yeah, I, probably could replace him. Yeah. 
I mean, what's the tag? What's the tag on that? What's the top top three players at that position? You get top. I think top five players. You five? get that pay. The average top five player. You average that. Is pay he a top average. five player? It's just, uh, just called the Kirk Cousins tag because that dude got the franchise tag. I don't know how many years. Again, a, a, a nice uh, commander he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have let him go. Nope. Agreed. So what is this on the? We said tight end, correct? He is. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up the uh, the what it is for them. So for tight ends, if he got Ted, it'd be just over ten and a half. I think he's good enough. He's worth ten and a half for a year. I think he's so worth he, it. He made it such a difference for that team. And Kyler Murray needs all the help he can get, especially with the I think, think look, up as he is. Look at that, Rob. You got to look at that contract as it's not just ten and a half over a year. You're not giving him stability after that year, security after that year. So you're only putting ten and a half in. Short term contracts are the best thing you do if you're an owner. Well, you could tag him and resign him before you know he, he's. You, you know. could get him at a lower rate, but then yeah. does he affect your your salary cap over the next salary two cap. three years? It's, it's only one year. It's only one year. All right, all right. I mean, I I I don't think they do. I think they actually sign him. I think they sign him. Do you fi- Do you think they figure out what's going on with the quarterback before they make that decision? Well, actually, we're going to get to that because he's down on a different list that I want to touch on. So I will revisit okay. that in a second. Fair enough. Um. Atlanta, do they tag Cordell Patterson? I think they sign him. Yeah? Dude's elite. Dude's Debo Samuel. Dude's I mean, look how long it's taken him to get to this, though. Do you think he could do it again? Because no one's given him the chance. They just stuck him on special yeah. teams and didn't put him. No one's put him in the backfield. It's, I don't know why no one's put receivers in recently. Give him, put him in space. Put him in space. And that's what they did, and the guy killed it. I mean, Atlanta sucks, so it's it's harder for him to shine there, and he did. What, about, what do you think, John? Well, they're going to end up, I think, losing uh, Calvin Ridley. So they got to sign him. That's what I was going to say. I think that'd be a perfect replacement and a lot cheaper, too. Oh, yeah. You know? He's a dual threat or a triple threat, I, actually. It's true. Yeah, because he does still like the Ant- ball, also. I feel like Anthony plays too much Madden. That's <laughs> what I think he does. Just all this receiver in space, all this lingo he's dropping right now. Like, come no, on, he's, not, he's a 1,000% no, he's, accurate. He's, yeah, he's, he's accurate. Right. Yes, it's all right. I mean, you guys know better than I do with football. All right, here, uh, a controversial money. I always like when players get money. Pay them. Cool, of course. But so now let's talk about somebody who deserves to get paid and is completely underutilized. And Allen Robinson, Chicago. Oh God, he's got to get out of there. Yeah, I don't think he's going to say that. <laughs> they I could tag him again, which would be honestly terrible for him. And he will not sign yeah. it because it's killing. No. Him. He, no, needs to, he needs to. He needs to go to like New England, sign a one-year deal, and just show off. Show off. That actually be a great out. place for him to go. Yeah, that's all that's got to happen. He cannot stay there. That team is. Uh, they need a lot to happen. Mm. <laughs> and actually, uh, I think Calvin Ridley's going to end up going to New England. I can see that too. I saw. I actually oh. did see a, a uh, mock of that, and I wouldn't be opposed to that. I heard. Um, I heard um, Dallas. Oh no! There's too many mouths to feed there already. No, they're going to get rid of Amari. No. If anything, they would let uh, they would let Gallup, Gallup walk. Gallup? No, they like Gallup. He's a free agent this year. We'll see. They're not going to tag him. They don't need to. They got oh, enough. No. Again, they got too much going on. All right. Well, going to another receiver, and of course, one that's probably in bigger news as of recently because of somebody who looks like a hippie, uh, Devontae Adams. Do they tag him? Do they resign him? Does he walk? Tag and trade. Yeah. Okay. It's different. I haven't heard that yet. 
I think they're going to be a package deal. Does that that's, a lot package of, that's, deal? A, that's a lot, though. Oakland. Not Oakland. I'm sorry, Vegas. He, that's where he wants to be. He wants to be with Carr. That's, that's doing mean. the ball in college. That's where he wants to be. Mark Davis and that stupid haircut are going to do whatever they want to make that team happy. Make their happy. Gonna he looks terrible, him. dude. He looks yeah. terrible. He does not have good friends. If I Frank got that haircut, I'd be like, dude. <laughs> he has not good friends. He's got yes men around him. He needs a good friend. Dude, John, what do you think? Um, it depends on what goes on with Rogers. Because I think if Rogers right. stays around and they restructure that contract, I think Devontae Adams will stay at least another year and I'll tag him. Again, does Rogers stay if Adams is not there? Rogers' girl don't like the cold. She wants to go somewhere warm. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They called the engagement off. They called the engagement yeah. off. They broke up. They're done. Breaking news. No, boy. They got the engagement off. Look at that Instagram post he put up. He's still with her, <laughs> thanking her. No one thanks her. Nobody does. He's right. No one does. He does is with Mac Miller just saying. Movie. No one's doing that. Just saying. <laughs> I think him and Brady are going to fist fight over who gets to play in San Fran. We'll see. Right, that'd be a nice place for him to go. Imagine him and Debo. Oof. Eesh. Oh, and George Kittle. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Kittle, Kittle wants to go to the Dolphins. My Dolphins. Yeah, all right. Relax there. All right, let's move he on. Does. He does. He hates the fact that Wait, I see his head blowing up as we speak. Let's move on. Uh, Mike Williams for the Chargers. They're going to sign him. Sign him. They're, they have to. you not? You have to. Dude's elite. Oh, him and Keenan Allen? That's a dynamic duo right there. Yeah, Keenan Allen killing it in the slot. Put Mike Williams oh, outside. Boom! They go out. They maybe draft another receiver, three-headed monster. Oof. If they if they had a burner, someone with real speed, put him on the outside. Like they used to have Travis Benjamin, or they have Guyton. Shoot mm-hmm. him right up the middle. Have yeah. Mike Williams do something on the outside to get the safety to ward to him and beats him over the top. Bro, if they didn't need such a, an offensive line so badly, I would say you know they went out and they could get like a Jamison Williams or you know uh, Garrett Wilson, somebody in the draft this year, but. Listen, right there alone, though, to keep Mike Williams would be a big deal, especially with the uh, the improvements, of course. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, thank you. Just nervous. Herbie Hancock. Um, all right, going to the other the team that shares that stadium in Von Miller. That's a hard one. Mm. Yeah. All right, do, all right, do you want to then, instead of Miller, do they tag OBJ? Do they use the tag at all? Mm, I wouldn't tag him. He's a drama queen. He'll cry yeah. about it. Balled out, though. Would, well, according to you guys, he's about to have 250 yards in the Super Bowl. So, he was. Dude, that <laughs> was balled. Oh, stop. He he was, 53 dude, yards. They yeah, in the first quarter. He would have. I don't think so. Yardage. No, not 250. <laughs> 200. He would have broke at least two, man. Dude, he was balling. Bro, he was making Eli you. Apple look like he's never played football. <laughs> I'm oh, just bringing man. up the facts from your our inaugural podcast. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 get to to the the big guy over here and his so-called Dolphins wanting Kittle. Kasiki, do they tag him? That was the thing. If Kittle. Kittle wants to come to Miami. He's boys with Mike McDaniels. He wanted it. If Kittle's um Kasicki could just walk in that my or sign and tag and trade him. But I would say I think if, they will. If he were to leave, him. I would like the Giants to get Kasicki. That'd be nice. He's a good player. But he is. He's got he is. Tua. The Giants need to tank. All right, let's just not get tank. Into that. Relax. Dude, I, you ever seen Tua throw a football? It looks like he's throwing a shot put. Lefty in baseball is beautiful. Lefty swing Mm -hmm. is beautiful. In football, it is ugly. 
You ever seen a yeah. lefty throw a football? Besides Michael Vick had a good throw. Everyone else is just ugly. Bro, receivers, he, receivers say that it's actually harder to play with a lefty quarterback. Yeah, like even look at Steve Young. He threw he threw a football great, but it looked it didn't look right. Look, I don't like looking at it. All right, let's let's go a little bit quicker. I didn't realize how much we've been on already. Sheesh, time flies when you're talking about good topics. Um, Rashad Penny in Seattle. Oh, tag, tag. You have to. The way Chris Carson can't stay healthy. This this team was. There's too much questions there. You can't just. Well, that's the thing. Do you tag him with the potential rebuild they're about to have if Wilson goes elsewhere? Yeah. You start fresh altogether. I would. I mean, you got to think. End up in Miami too. The tag for running backs is just over 10 mil. That's a lot of money for a rebuild. It is, but, I mean, if you get uh, Russell Wilson off your books, you know how much money you're saving right there? And you have a good That's running true. game, double-headed monster, Carson Penny. If Carson could not get hurt every seven minutes. No. <laughs> what about uh, Chris Godwin in Tampa? Ugh, that's a hard one. I think they'll, I think they'll sign him. Yep. I think no, nah, I don't think so. No? I think he's going nah, to end up going. You think? Yeah, I, I, I like him. He's a good player. He fits that team so well. But who knows who they're going to bring in quarterback? I mean, if you think about it, even it, I'll go back to Green Bay. If Green Bay can do something with, or if Aaron Rodgers can make up his fucking mind and stay with Green Bay because he, it's either Green Bay or San Fran fan. But if he stays with uh, Green Bay, you tag Devontae Adams. You can also get Chris Godwin too. That's that would need. be dangerous, real that's, dangerous. Yeah. That'd oh, be yeah. very dangerous. I like that. I don't that's even like that. That's what they're trying to do in Green Bay, though. <laughs> they're trying to. They're doing every. Rogers with Green Bay right now is like that girlfriend that you just can't break up with. You feel bad doing it. I feel <laughs> like he, but he just you. It's me. He just wants to leave, but he can't do it. They keep saying, "Come on, we'll make you the highest paid player." Come on. Listen, I'm 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 actually not that you guys know this, but I'm a stakeholder in the Green Bay Packers. I'm an actual owner. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, I, I bought my shares. We had such uh, some money in here. Yeah. I, I, I bought my shares. So, nice. Yeah. But it's fucking it's, – it's just stupid. The front office is just stupid right now. You should fire yeah, them, like, owner. <laughs> I got no say. All I, get is, okay. all, all I get is my four tickets every July to go to Lambo. <laughs> So you got you got to knock on the front door and be like, "Hello, like I got some words to say here." Yeah, do you know who I am? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, say who. All right, let's uh, and just one more I want to touch on because, of course, we do have some commies in the room. Uh, do you the does Washington tag? Uh, what is it? Sheriff? Sharif? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they got him. Yes. I honestly, if they'd be smart, they would lock him up long term without even having. They work. should. He should be a skin a, a life. commander forever. Forever. A skin. Don't Probably he's an animal. So imagine <laughs> if Trent. I'm with you, John. He's a skin. Just, was next to him? Oof. No. That offensive line would be something else. That would be awesome. Yeah, well, with the big what ifs, am I right? We talked about that Maybe last year. Maybe a quarterback would go there, that. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No. <laughs> That's uh, a, it's just so frustrating, that whole situation, dude. It just drives me crazy. I know. When John and I were kids, they were just such a damn good team. Every year, year in, year yeah. out. Like well, actually, the team. whole NFC East was. Every year. That's true. Now it's a One joke. of those competitive conferences. Yeah. It really yeah. Is. No, the Dolphins weren't. The NFC least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bills those years. 
Real quick, I wanted to bring you coming back around to what you were talking about with the little the little guy out in the desert. Uh, real quick, wanted to run through potential fifth year options, just a couple because you know most of them are going to get them, but you know you never know what things going on. Uh, with Arizona, does Murray get a fifth year option or do no. they sign him? No, that that's there's a lot going on there. Do you think they sign him? Do you think they don't do it? Give him the fifth year option. I think he'll hold out. I don't think he'll show up. Definitely. So they got to sign him. Yeah, because the agent made it public. He's yeah. They're going yeah. that route. They're going the holdout route. He wants to get paid, and he doesn't deserve it. No, he hasn't proven but himself with, yet. But with them, I don't know if it's coaching or it's him because I feel like they're the best team in the history of the NFL through the first weeks, eight weeks. Not yeah, literally. And, I'm just saying they look amazing, and then week nine yeah. comes and they suck. Yeah. I don't know what happens. I think they just figure out, like, with Kyler Murray, just stack the, like, make him so he can't run and just put your hands up. And you'll probably tip one at every three balls. It's <laughs> not wrong. He's got to get over the offensive line first. Yeah, right? Uh, how about the Jets with uh, Quinn and Williams? Yeah, but the Jets suck. Just Jets suck. So they put the money into it or no? Mm, they drafted him. I feel like they're going to feel obligated to. That's all it is with that team. I mean, he, he wasn't too bad this year. year. They changed GM so much. It's like, whose draft pick was he? Yeah, but Joe Douglas is is doing doing was good. He a Doug- and, uh, was he Douglas or McCagnan? He was McCagnan. He was McCagnan. So he's he gone. was the year, he was the year before Douglas, I believe. Actually, it might have been gone. two years. Douglas so he... is cleaning McCagnan house. Anyone yeah, that's no. McCagnan is gone. All right. Speaking of New York, Giants had two first round picks that year. They took Jones, and they took Dexter Lawrence. What do we think about either of them? That's what I think about him. See, I think obviously I, I don't think they're going to give it to Jones. I think it's going to be make or break no. year. It's either he balls out, they re-sign him, or they tag him. There's always that option if they wanted to make it have another year of what if, or they sign him to a short term deal, maybe like a, a two year, you know, low money. And Lawrence, I think they're going to give the fifth year option because right now we can't afford to lose anybody else, <laughs> not for cheap money. You know, and for defensive tackle, it's it's not big money. It's uh, well, oof, oof, that's a lot higher than it used to be. It's sixteen mil for defensive tackle. So, uh, you know, oh, holy cow! I know that's a lot higher than it used to be. Uh, cheddar. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, look what happened with uh, Leonard Williams with the Giants. That got all screwed up too. That didn't really help our pockets at all. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So, all right, uh, <laughs> we'll go to your fins, uh, Dominique Wilkins. Dominique Wilkins. I'm sorry. I was say, he's saying like ballpark. Yeah. Right? Dawkins uh, shit. Christian Wilkins. <laughs> My apologies. Christian Wilkins, they got to sign him, man. That guy is the, just a heartbeat of that defense. He is – love him. Love every second of him. Sign him. No tag. One of the only good things of that defense. Uh, what about Washington with uh, Montez Sweat? John? I say you got to sign him. Bro, that defensive front seven for Washington is stacked. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. They're stacked. Well, actually, it's, it's, yeah, but it's going to change because they're looking to trade Chase Young to get a quarterback, which I think is stupid. Fuck that, dude. You don't do that. Oh. You just don't do that. You're going to alienate oh, the whole fan base. Oh, oh yeah. I think Heineke's better than Carson Wentz. I think Heineke can ball. Give him some time. Heineke can ball. He's a gamer. He's all right. He's, I mean, he's, a gamer. he's not a number one starter. Don't get me wrong. He's a, he's a placeholder. But, but the way he played against Tampa in the playoffs two years ago, I mean, not for nothing, he almost beat Brady. He's a placeholder. 
He you can know? do another year. He could ball out with another year. Get him a couple more weapons. It's possible. Give him a healthy, him a healthy receiving core. Logan True. Thomas was out a while. And he, well, besides that, he's got Terry. Curtis Samuel barely saw the field. Yeah. Well, they were talking uh, about drafting a kid from Pitt, though, as well. The court, Kenny the Pickens? Yeah. He's John, is that a real it. thing? Trading Chase that. Young? Listen. Yeah. Now that that bothers could happen. I'm a fair weather football fan. That, that's that's annoying. He's the best the person to pick they've had in years. I was ecstatic when they drafted him. Ecstatic. Yeah. You don't do that. You don't do that, dude. No. Listen, Ryan Kerrigan should still be there. 100%. True that. 100%. What about uh, just kind of going off, back man. to what we were talking about earlier uh, with New England? Do they give the option to kill Harry? No. No. No? No, he's gone. He's been cheese since he entered the NFL, man. Bad. Swiss got, all over. He's Terrible. got Braylon Edwards' hands. He drops everything. They're made of cement. I know it's cold there, but those the ball shouldn't bounce off it like SpongeBob. It's just catch it. <laughs> he's never healthy. He's not. They got to get Mac Jones some health because Mac Jones can ball. Yeah, he can. He's a yeah. winner. If he gets a Calvin Ridley or you They're know, actually somebody else, that's gonna be it's gonna be real good. It's gonna be Calvin huge, Ridley, man. Calvin Ridley just had to sit out because of mental health. I mean, I get it. I understand those things happen. But imagine Belichick yelling at him. You think he can handle that? You think that's what, uh, what they're looking for? Belichick brings some weight, though. I don't know, man. Max got Belichick, a big Belichick build over there laughing a little bit. He's a different man now. <laughs> He's got, starting to work into retirement mode. Ask Julian Edelman. Bill Belichick will motherfuck anybody. He don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he don't give a fuck. All right. Well, at, uh, it's about an hour right there, boys. And that went kind of quick. A lot faster than I anticipated. But uh, uh, that does it for this week. You know, check back next week for another episode. And, of course, every Monday, wherever you get your podcast. Later, boys. Yeah. Later. Later, man.